Now this, oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be somewhere. Uh, he's sharing his thoughts on a possible Trump arrest. What's he got to say? Exactly what Charlie said, that this helps Donald Trump. Uh, this is what he tweeted. If this happens, if Trump is arrested, Trump will be reelected in a landslide victory. There you have it. Meaning the public is going to see this as politically motivated. I just want to point out that Musk did reinstate Trump on Twitter. Yeah. I forgot about this. It was in November. Trump yeah. hasn't used Twitter yet, but he's still doing you know. truth social, but he could use Twitter if he, he wanted could. to. All right. Now this. Oh, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be somewhere. Uh, he's sharing his thoughts on a possible Trump arrest. What's he got to say? Exactly what Charlie said. That this helps Donald Trump. Uh, this is what he tweeted. If this happens, if Trump is arrested, Trump will be reelected in a landslide victory. There you have it. Meaning the public is going to see this as politically motivated. I just want to point out that Musk did reinstate Trump on Twitter. Yeah. I forgot about this. It was in November. Trump yeah. hasn't used Twitter yet, but he's still doing you know. truth social, but he could use. So Adam Sandler just won the prestigious Mark Twain Award. This is the one that Jon Stewart's gotten in the past, Dave Chappelle, people like that, luminaries of the comedy world. But Chris Rock stole the show in terms of the ceremony. So he starts sort of going into Donald Trump. He said... Which is a viewpoint of a lot of people that well, but he wasn't, he wasn't embracing Trump. He was just saying he thinks this is the reality. Yeah, exactly. He says the reality is if we try to arrest this guy, we're going to make it worse. He also goes in on Paul Pelosi. So he's Nancy's. He didn't go in on Paul. Well, a little bit. So Nancy and Paul are in the crowd, and he's saying. Paul Pelosi only got to know how I felt. Because uh. he's talking about getting slapped on stage, and he points at Paul Pelosi, and he's like, he's the only other one in the crowd who knows what it's like to be assaulted. Did they show his reaction? It'd be interesting to see if they laugh. Or Nancy's like, keep my husband's name out of your mouth. <laughs> 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 I'm a liberal pussy. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Your host James Madison, and two more weeks blewing on. Two more weeks. It's uh, it's Wednesday, 7:25 a.m. is the time of recording. Wednesday, the 22nd of 2023, and uh, where's my uh, where's Orange Boy in handcuffs? What ha- What happened? What happened? Now. When I was reading it, I was going off the report yesterday, and I will fully admit, I actually expected them to... Like I said, I don't think he'd be perp-walked. I figured he'd be fingerprinted and maybe have his mugshots taken. And all in all, he'd be out of the out of this whole situation within maybe a day. But he didn't even get arrested yesterday. And I was on Twitter for the better part of yesterday while donating my plasma. Just fucking with people on Twitter. Getting blocked, enjoying people, trying to figure out what happened. And then those deep fakes, those are not deep fakes, but AI-generated pictures that are being passed around. Oh... My God, there was one where Trump, we'll, we'll look at these later, uh, one where Trump's being tackled, and he's got like seven legs, and people were passing that around like it was genuine. It was really fun. I will admit, I, I think I grilled somebody who knew, posted it as bait, knowing that people would call him out for it being fake. So, fucking hats off to you, mate, you got me. That being said, it's uh, over here at Daily Mail, exclusive, Trump will not be arraigned this week. What? Huh? But all the big, duh, but the big, duh, the, 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 the hubbub, the hubbub, bub, what happened? Former president is expected to be indicted tomorrow and secret serve, tomorrow being today, by the way. And, uh, yeah, I'll fucking see it and believe it when it happens at this point. So they impeached the guy twice. The first time they impeached him, I was like, it won't happen. And then they impeached him, but he didn't leave office. And the second time they impeached him, I was like... This is retarded. This impeachment can't go forward. He's out of office. And then the impeachment went forward, even though Trump went out of office. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was like, you know what? This is fully within the wheelhouse of them to do. And I hope they fucking do arrest him. Because it will only make him more popular. And like I said before, man, I'm a fan of the old school Joe Rogan setup. Like, the fucking mugshots, I'd have a different array of colorful characters. But that would absolutely, I would absolutely put the Trump mugshots up in there. And I said he should just fucking grin. Just a big-ass smile in his mugshot. So that all the left will have to show for this is a shit-eating Cheshire cat grin from Trump on a mugshot. I thought that'd be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Secret Service will make plans for his surrender. Oh, is he going to is he gonna fight the Secret Service in the, in, in the police car this time too? Fucking Mission Impossible up in here. His surrender and appearance in New York court next week. Next week. Wait, next week? But what about yesterday? And what about today? Next week? Huh? 
My man. The headline alone. A source familiar with the proceedings, a anonymous unnamed source, boys, a source familiar with the proceedings, exclusively told Daily Mail, oh boy, on Tuesday, quote, there will be no arraignment this week, meaning no orange man perp walk this week. Cry, cry harder. I have my tumbler right here. Please cry into it. I need my sodium. All 36,000 NYPD officers are in uniform and on notice for deployment after Trump called for his supporters to protest his immediate indictment. And again, uh, I love when people are panicking and throwing a fit. You're like, how can Trump tell people to go protest? Wow, Trump telling people to go engage in their constitutional right to peacefully assemble. Wild, wild, wild. Imagine if he started bailing out people for rioting. And then they'd be like, Trump's bailing out violent rioters. He should, actually. You know what? Fuck it. Trump should bail out some Antifa rioters and just see what the media does. Just bail, like, one or two of them. Like, find the most dyed-haired, retarded one with, like, an infected septum piercing and bail his ass out. Or her ass. Or Zayzem asses out. And then just see what the media does. Well, they'd be like, Trump pardons violent rioters. Throw in their fucking little, little pawns under the bus to bash Trump, or will they be like, Trump finally pardons uh, peaceful protesters. I, I'd be curious to see how it goes, because when Trump, you know, did that tyrant shit, like, continued the war in Yemen, and also, you know, everyone likes to talk about how Obama killed uh, Amir al-Awlaki. No one ever talks about Trump killing his fucking sister in Yemen, like, five years later. Never comes up. But, uh, yeah. Trump killed her sister, an American citizen, or his sister, an American citizen, in Yemen, after he continued the unjustified genocide in Yemen. America could pull out of that bitch at any minute. That is a war Bush and Obama created. And Mr. I never started a new war, true, but you certainly didn't end it all. You, You ended all but the fucking really bad ones. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck Trump signed on to let the war in Yemen continue and approved Yemen raids. Made no fucking sense to me. But... Hey, what do I know? I'm just part of the problem here. Shout out to get the reference. Donald Trump will likely be indicted on Wednesday, but won't appear before a judge in New York until next week? Damn, I guess I'll just have to lay up in that lavish fucking resort of his, all comfortable until then. And just lap up the donation and his rising approval rating amongst Republicans since this has all gone down. And we'll get into that later if I have time. I'd be at work at 11. It's 7.30 a.m. right now. So... I overslept. I was supposed to be up like six hours ago for recordings. Ah, quote, There will be no arraignment this week, a source familiar with the proceedings stole Daily Mail exclusively on Tuesday. The former president, Tuesday when he was supposed to be arrested, remember? The former president is currently in Florida. What? I thought he was going to be perp walked to fucking... I thought you were going to perp walk him across the country. <laughs> Just have him Forrest Gump hike that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny than I think I am is expected to be formally charged tomorrow, after which the Manhattan District Attorney's Office will reach out to Trump and his Secret Service to de- uh, Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender, according to the insider. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, buddy. These are the these are the exact people you expect to see. Don't they look exactly like what you'd expect some weather underground escapees? And they also look exactly like you would expect to. So nothing new here, though I will say, my man, I will congratulate you on wearing the fucking white pants and giving them immaculate. I never wear white because anytime I, I can wear black and dark clothing and I will not get spot on them. You would not be able to tell I wore that outfit the day before if I wore it the next day. But if I wore a white or a lightly colored or just any kind of like light colored outfit, I am a sloppy cunt. Like I'm just a mess all over the place. So you know what? This guy at least kept his pants straight, so I'll give him that. And those shoes were kind of nice. And what was that, TreadSafe? Mm. From one former restaurant and worker. I gotta say, man, is a nice way to go. He will then fly to New York, where he will be arraigned, fingerprinted, and posed for his mugshot. Again, we'll see. I do want the mugshot. As much as I gave people shit on Twitter about the mugshot thing, I do want the mugshot. But I wanted it for entirely different reasons. I think it was just going to look cool as fuck. And with uh, Trump having a, a number one trending song on the billboards right now, album art? I'm just saying, Tupac did it. Bunch of artists do it. Bugsy the Don's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> my boy Bugsy the Don over here. This motherfucker was up there on January 6th, partook in everything, smoked a blunt up in that bitch, came out and posed for his new album that came out like a year or, uh, yep, about two years ago now. And then he got arrested after the album came out. It's a mint, bro. It's a fucking mint. Love it. Um, 
God, I got distracted by these pictures go really hard. Anyway, Trump should fucking do that. Bugs of the Dom made the Capitol uh, riot his fucking album art. Trump should make his mugshot his album art. I'm just saying. It goes hand in hand. Meanwhile, it's all hands on deck for New York Police Department and Metro Police Department as all officers on Tuesday are expected to be in uniform and ready for anything in the wake of a potential indictment. Potential. Officials in New York, and by the way, they're not going to, like, ink Trump's fingers. They're probably going to do, like, a digital fingerprint, and he'll be in and out of the court in, like, an hour. This is really going to be a big-ass fucking whatchamadoo-about-nothing burger. And then we have an article here where Stormy Daniels says she never got bribed. She says she never got paid off, and she never had that affair. So stay tuned. That article comes up after this article. So there's nothing here. This is CNBC through the Associate Press. Two left, left, left outlets that hate Trump. Writing the interview where Stormy Daniels goes, Yeah, it's all fake. I cooked it with my attorney. You know, Avenatti, the one in prison for defrauding? Ooh. This is a great day. I love this. I've loved this salt on Twitter so much. Let's see. Uh, all hands on deck are preparing for a possible demonstration following former president's plea to his supporters to protest, protest, protest in response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Attorney Soros-backed Alvin Bragg, who ran... By the way, this guy ran on indicting Trump. This guy ran on the platform of he'd lock up Trump. So for the same reasons that Bill Cosby got released, this isn't going to hold up. Remember how Bill Cosby got released because of... a. Uh, uh, fucking unjust prosecution or yeah Bill Cosby got released because of unjust prosecution it's because in the campaign ads for the guy that prosecuted him the DA all of his ads said I'm going to get Bill Cosby behind bars and they were like yeah this show's intent to target and I was like oh fuck yeah not released so again I mean it's just not going to go well this, I, I again correct me in the comments if you think I'm wrong ah in response to a potential indictment handed down by Manhattan District Court Alvin Braggs over hush money payments made to Stormstar porn star Stormy Daniels, Stormstar Daniels. Trump, 76. What a great age for the next president of the United States. It's not. It's too old, but 76, 77. Fuck you. Trump, 76, said last week that he expected to be arrested on Tuesday, but a law enforcement official told Daily Mail that an indictment would likely happen on Wednesday at the earliest. And NYPD internal memo obtained by CNN shows that all officers are to be in uniform and prepared for deployment on Tuesday. Meanwhile, Daniels is also beefing up her security after her attorney said she received uh, concerning messages, including some threatening her life. Oh, yeah, we have some stuff to get into about this. Um... Law enforcement officials tell CNN there are currently no credible threats in New York, even though Tuesday is a high alert. Yeah, someone called in a bomb threat. Uh, again, we'll get into that. Washington Metro Police are also preparing for protests. Okay. But the U.S. Capitol Police, quote, is not currently tracking any direct or credible threats to the U.S. Capitol. Prepare a false flag, boys. All these police are saying, oh yeah, we're out here, we're in full uniform, we're ready for war. There's no reason for us to be out here. We haven't really seen anything that we think's actually a threat. But we're out here in uniform! Yeah! This feels very much like when I was reading articles leading up to the January 6th thing. And you were reading all these things about like how, oh, they're lowering security around the Capitol building. But beefing up the armor on cops, but also telling cops not to carry their firearms. It's like, what? I'm sorry, what? There's a lot of weird shit going on here, homie. What do you mean? Why? Explain. And then you see what happens, and you're like, eh. Had to let the PSYOP happen. Got it. Another day, another PSYOP. I'm just saying, like, uh, all these cops are preparing and saying, oh, yeah, there's no actual threat, but we're ready. Okay, I mean, it's better to be ready and not have to be than need to be and not be, so... But uh, yeah, no credible threats, but you're all ready for it. Huh? A Department of Intelligence ass assessment obtained by CNN Notes. So I will say the counter to this is they weren't prepared at all for January 6th. But that was by design. Got some footage here. Police standing around D.C. I assume this is D.C., right? Oh, no, that's New York. It's, uh, Manhattan, just cops chilling. Looks uh, real hustled and bustled. film one part and this is early in the morning so I just want to point out something oh, there we go oh I, I got a little ahead of myself I will say they'll do this where they'll film like early morning shit when no one's there yet 
and then act like, oh, it's sunset. This is all that showed up. And then it's like thousands of people. Ah, the filth in its natural habitat. Make sure you officers remember which one's your taser and which one's your gun. That causes issues sometimes. Same <laughs> plus source equals reptile. You know there's feds on both sides of this aisle right now chanting. You know that, right? Like, I always assume when I see, like, the real wild shit, like, Soros plus demon equals lizard, and I see shit like that, or I see people on the other side where it's like, Trump's a pedophile! I'm like, you both are gotta be feds, right? Like, you both are so retarded and backwards. You guys have to be feds. Like, I get George Soros is a piece of shit, and I get a lot of Trump's friends turned out to be pedophiles. I get where both of you are coming from, but so extreme on both sides. Like, Blue and On and QAnon do exist, but my god, my goodness. I got blocked by a lot of people for asking him, like, well, what's he guilty of? And you send the Daily Ma or the CNBC article where she says no payments happen, it's like, ah! I will say, like, there's no facts on any of their signs, right? It's all little, little quips, but the other ones have, like, na like facts and shit on them. You know, like, the one sign said, Google it, George Soros funds, so on and so forth. And if you look at what George Soros funds, you start seeing why just, where his money goes is a bit of a problem. And the other side is just like, lock them up! They're all, like, the, like the one side has these homemade signs, like, they made and traveled. The other one's, like, all these printed, they all have the same sign. So one's, I was saying, one side is very clear, clearly organized and well-funded, and the other side is clearly ragtag. But there's more on the ragtag side than the well-funded, organized side of it. It's just an interesting observation I'm making, and I just kind of want to know why. So, the same thing, like, when all those illegal immigrants showed up the day of Biden's inauguration, they had shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. It was thousands of migrants, they all had the same shirt, and you know the Coyotes didn't pay for those fucking shirts. So it's like, who funded that? Who printed all those? Who got those out? And why is it that, like, on the right, they have, like, all these different signs they made at home, or paid to have made, or printed, or made themselves, but on the left, they have these identical same signs. I see these at different political rallies and events. Sure, maybe they had to lock him up from a previous incident or something. It's just an observation I may be thinking too hard about. Meanwhile, Trump supporters gathered outside Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, on Tuesday, waving flags and signs in support of the former president and, uh, his, thir and his third bid for the White House. NYPD is the largest police department in the country with roughly 36,000 current officers and 19,000 civilian employees. Then why is crime so fucking high in your little ass area? Well, New York's little, New York's little, dog. Like, I'm from Detroit. Detroit's way bigger. Well, I'm not from Detroit, but I live close to Detroit. If you're from Michigan, you're from one of two cities, Ann Arbor or Ipsy, or maybe Grand Rapids, but no one knows the city I'm from. Like, I go outside, if I go, like, a state away from here, no one knows where the fuck I'm from. They're like, is that by Detroit? Is that by Ann Arbor? Sort of, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. If you look on the map, it's in the miles, so I guess. Uh, it's like that. But my question is, New York is small compared to so many bigger cities with smaller police to force smaller to police departments and far less crime. So, you have a smaller city and more police. Why are the crime rates so fucking high? It's almost like, uh... I don't know, WEF and Soros money has done nothing good for New York. Or New York's always been a piece of shit since the days of Tammany. You pick. Uh, this week's memo suggested that all 36,000 officers are expected to be in uniform and on standby for deployment on Tuesday. A lot of good that did. Many lawmakers and politicians on both sides of the aisle uh, have said no one wants a repeat of January 6th. Well, no one does. So let's get the feds out of here. With Republicans claiming they don't expect the demonstrations to turn violent, but warned instead of a political circus surrounding any potential indictment. Quite possibly, but politics is currently a circus. On Monday afternoon, the NYPD met with U.S. Secret Service and the Chief of Public Safety for state court officers with a decision to ramp up security around the courthouse starting Tuesday morning. A law enforcement official told DailyMail.com, however... The source said the indictment is not expected until Wednesday at the earliest, and that Trump likely wouldn't come to New York this week. I was, you know, I'm, again, 
I was I, I figured at least you'd get like a mugshot. Didn't think you'd get to see him actually getting perp walked or anything. I still don't think you'd see him perp walked. And if he does get perp walked, he's probably not gonna be in handcuffs. He's probably just gonna be walking free handed and escorted into the car and driven off. Like what are they gonna do? Put him in, in a jail cell with all of his secret service? You can't separate the president or the former president from the secret service. That's just not gonna happen. So what, you're gonna put them all in a cell together? Are you gonna build like a special Trump suite? I'm just, I want to know the logistics of it, because there's no way, logistically speaking, where this works out. Is it just interesting? I'm starting to lean towards, you're never going to see him actually get arrested, or do the perp walk, or get mugshotted. But, you might still, I mean, you might. I, I'm leaning towards more and more by the day that's not going to happen. Two days in, I guess. Uh, quote, they had their meeting to discuss a whole bunch of stuff about putting extra light, <laughs> lighting out there. How they're going to put up more bar uh, barriers out there and send their special response teams in, the officials said. The NYPD is going to do what they do when the United Nations comes into town with stepped up security. They added, but they don't think it's going to happen uh, It's going to happen this week. You hey, remember when uh, Chuck Schumer said if Trump ever comes back to uh, New York, he'd be whacked? Yeah. Well, let's see. He gets back to New York, Chuck Schumer's there, like the fucking dad in the airport waiting for that guy to get walked by. You know what I'm talking about. You know, the down the pavement with the white hat. The dude who saw his daughter walk by, he just turns around, pop. That's what Chuck Schumer's gonna be doing, just hiding out there, like, just like fucking Michelangelo and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies from the early 90s, trench coat and fucking fedora and everything. The indictment may happen, but they don't think Trump comes this week. I'm told there is an additional witness who is going to testify on Wednesday, so if there's an indictment, it's going to, it's not going to happen until Wednesday or Thursday, so they think he probably comes next week. Trump's lawyer said the former president continues to deny the substan uh, substance of the allegations a sexual, uh, of a sexual relationship with Stormy Daniels. She does too. Calling the 130000 hush money a nuisance payment that wealthier famous people sometimes use to make distraction, uh, distracting situations disappear. Not likely that's what it is. Numerous judges have called it that. It's been laughed out of the courts dozens of times. All 36,000 NYPD officers were put on notice to be in uniform for deployment. We read that. Some more video. Just people waving. Any interviews? Oh, okay, cool. I get, annoyed, I get annoyed when they go to events like this and they never interview people, because anytime I'm on the ground, I always interview people. Left or right. It is Don Day today, it too. What will your reaction be if the president gets arrested? You'll laugh. Yeah, agreed. And do you think the protests will get um, stronger and more people come out if he gets arrested? We already have a lot of people coming. Can't say who's, how many people are showing up, but they'll be here regardless. And do you think um, do you think the president is here, or do you think he's in New York? Have, what's your feeling? Well, the only thing we heard he's in New York. So and the, so you don't think there's any grounds for him getting arrested? What if you saw him in handcuffs? Homie in the blues of fed. Or you saw him being Kidding. taken out. Maybe what would not. your reaction be? I will say though, if you ever had like a small protest, <clears throat> and there is like some dude there, and he claims to be independent press, and he has like that many thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment, he's likely a fed. Especially if you see him and he's like, like just zooming in, like taking pictures, and they see like taking pictures of people's faces. Dude, it's easy to spot feds in crowds. They have haircuts. They make them stand out. They have postures that make them stand out. They have an authoritative way they talk and make them stand out. And their equipment. And if you know anything about guns, you recognize, like, standard issues and shit. You know, like, like feds are fucking retarded. If you know what to look for, they're really easy. It's almost like they fucking glow or something. You can run them over. Completely legal. They glow in the dark, they're not human. Got that mom shuffle. Any more interviews? We represent God, and in God we 
trust because Yeshua HaMashiach sets us free because the truth sets us free. We represent the United States of America and the people and the freedoms of America. None of these signs are uniform. What made you come out? Everyone's so dressed early differently. Do you come out for all for all the Trump rallies? Or? I've been to seventy. I've traveled the country. Seventy? God damn! I've been to five. I've been to five Trump rallies and I've been to like four Biden rallies and I went to one uh one Jill Stein rally in like 2015. And that shit was whacked up. It was just like an indoor hash bash, and everyone in there was a communist who didn't want to share their weed. It was like, what the fuck? How are you going to be a communist and not distribute that shit equally amongst us, homie? Um, he's pressing space for play. Yeah, that's a little fanatical, but alright. I mean, I get it, I guess. See, I will say something about Trump rallies and Trump gatherings. They're fun. Gatherings on the left just are not that fun. Like, at all. Like, I think drag can be fun. It's humorous to watch. As long as there aren't kids there, then I don't care about it. Like, I mean, it's not my fucking crowd. I've been to drag shows. And so then I'm like, oh, well, at least the alcohol is cheap. But that's a side effect of living in the blue area that I live in. You end up at a fucking pride festival going down the... Going for a fucking walk down the sidewalk. But, but... As long as there aren't kids, I really don't give a fuck. It's like my only issue with any of the pride shit. Plus, I'm like, you know, a little, uh, a little on the religious side, and I recognize, you know, what pride is. Trump declared he is the victim of a stormy Daniel, <laughs> stormy horse-faced Daniel's extortion plot. She agrees, saying he's been targeted by a series of horrible radical left Democrats investigations. Daniels is also feeling the effect of Trump's possible looming arrest. As her attorney, Clark Brewster, told TMZ that her client uh, her client received vitriolic messages on social media. Oh, please. You receive vitriolic messages doing anything on social media. Half my comments are, like, shitting on me. And is, ta is taking extra security precautions. He did not share specifics out of fear of tipping off someone who might want to cause her harm. You can just suck him right into that gash of her. That means it's wide enough. It's like Kirby down there. Some public comments online include those calling the porn star a worthless whore. Is she wrong? And <laughs> then a <gr> degenerate <laughs> prostitute. Again, are they wrong? Who they claim should be in prison for extortion. And she's admitted it herself that she's an extortionist. She's also admitted to never having the affair. And this is all a big money thing. So it's like, she agrees. And again... Just because you fucking is on camera doesn't mean you're not a prostitute. You were still paid to fuck. You're a prostitute. And now you're old, washed up, and no one wants to pay to fuck you, so you're a worthless whore. I mean, the facts of the case state that you are everything these people claim you are. I mean, look at Belle Delphine. No one wants any slice of that. And about, like, five years ago, everybody wanted a piece. But we've all seen it. We all know what it looks like now. We don't fucking care. We've all seen that what the fucking clip of her in the trees in the forest, Belle Delphine. We don't give a fuck. We've been, we've seen it. There's no, there's no illustrious illusion to it anymore. That's what these these dopey bitches don't seem to get. The more people who see you, the less we want to see you. You know, her Instagram's private, but her privates are public. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. We don't want any part of that. Pussies and dicks lose value the more people see them. And there's a certain element of mystery. That's why when you're dating somebody and you, and you and then you start getting their nudes or they start sending you pics or sending them pics, it feels different than when you're looking on your phone or getting sent a message by some fucking rando you, you don't even know. You just start talking on some app. You know what I mean? The feelings are different. Why? Because you want to see that. That's someone who is just yours. And it goes both ways. I don't need to get into this conversation. Who am I? Jordan P. Tate? Even as New York... in. <laughs> Investigation pushes uh, towards conclusion. Trump faces grand jury in Atlanta and a federal probe in Washington that, taken together, pose a significant legal risk for the former president. Yawn. Heard it before. We'll see what happens when it happens. But at this point, two impeachments. He's going to go to prison this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, this time. Nope, he won't be able to run this time. Oh, he found documents. He won't be able to run for president. He's still running for president. 
It's like when? You, you, you sure these two better pose him a risk? At this point, I will believe it when I actually see him in prison and I'll need to see the video of him dropping the soap in the shower and begging for his mom to come save him for me to actually believe it happened. Especially with all the fucking tards who are bleeding all these fucking deep fake videos of Trump getting arrested. Again, bless, bless. I'm gonna use these as my thumbnails for these videos for a minute. Bless, they're funny as fuck. I like the one where Trump's a cop yelling at Melania, and people were posing around like, what the fuck is this? And then you just look at the comments, people are like, Trump, yeah, Trump is the master imposter, he has disguised himself. People putting, uh, I commented that picture with uh, the dude from uh, Master Disguised just as a turtle, saying Trump is, Trump is pig enough for the pig club. During the... <laughs> During the conservative political action conference, Trump insisted that he will remain in the 24 presidential race, even if he faces criminal charges in the ongoing investigation into his handling of White House documents that and alleged 2020 election tampering. Yeah, again, find it when he's removed from the race and out of office and alleged and, and can no longer run for office. I will get on this podcast and I will absolutely congratulate you guys for winning. But until then. This is just another example of you guys going, fucking orange man, two weeks in prison. And none of you seem to realize that you're as obnoxious as those QAnon cunts. The only difference between you and QAnon is what you're saying two more weeks for. QAnon's like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison again. And you guys are like, two more weeks and you'll be in prison, man. Like, you guys are the same assholes, the same level of just fucking obsession with him. The only reason Trump's been the last, like, five uploads on this channel is just because he's the news right now. And even then, I'm fucking up because I gotta be covering these bank failures. I just have so limited time right now. Ah, these goofy people. Is that Eugene from The Walking Dead? Anyway, uh, some demonstrators in New York on Tuesday repeat claims from Trump and his high-profile Republican defenders claiming that the DA Alvin Briggs is doing the work of liberal mega-donor George Soros. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will say, when you have people like SVB, or not SVP, but, um, oh, what the hell is it called? Uh, so, um, is it SVB? No, it's not, it's not, um, God, I can't think of it. Sam Bankman Freed. When he got taken down, Democrats lost a ton of money, so you're seeing them extra push of desperation. Trump support, uh, Trump supporters yell at surrounding media based. Okay. Is that it for the news? Are these just pictures now? Yeah. Okay, DailyMail.com exclusive report that the ex-president... Is this a different article? Um, Ex-president's money payments to Stormy Daniels were meant to keep news from reaching his wife and former first lady, Melania Trump. Uh, Quote, Trump was besides himself that Melania would find out the details of his indiscretion. An indiscretion with a porn star, no less. A source close to the former president said he knows what the consequences could be and he would do whatever he could to keep a lid on it a politician dicked somebody that's not secret it's not secret at all like, like what's, what's the oh politician cheats on his wife yeah I'm, I'm sorry has anyone never heard that before JFK anyone anyone fucking even Reagan anyone no this is all news to you Bill Clinton anyone bill clinton was a significantly more severe scandal considering he was in office at the time and he also while he was president paid off other women to not press rape allegations against him while he was in office trump wasn't in office in 2006 when all this supposedly started i'm just saying the clinton situation's way worse but okay but you know what you know what we'll work we'll get through this we're and then i'm gonna get to the last article and wrap this one up uh and after this we're gonna go into the article about how uh yeah never fucking happened the culture. Sorry. Trump was beside himself for that. After the Wall Street Journal piece came out, just one year into Trump's presidency, a uh, celebrity magazine then published a cringeworthy 2011 interview with Daniels where she talked about the 2006 se- uh, sexual encounter with the future president in a hotel room at a casino in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, following a celebrity charity golf tournament. Yeah, but she said the same thing about multiple celebrities, too. It's just this is the only one that became president. The magazine held on to the interview for seven years before publishing it. Quote, it was upsetting and humiliating. Her relationship with President Trump uh, became strained, a source told DailyMail.com, after news of the payment broke. All right, well, let's hop over here. What's this from CNBC and published through the uh, Associated Press as well? Amid publicity tour, porn star Stormy Daniels denies having an affair with Trump. What? 
What? You mean all this is a big fucking nothing burger? Like we've been saying from the start? What? I just like doing that. Published January 31st, 2018. Yeah, this is old news. Like I said, she's been debunked multiple times. Somebody asked on the Rumble upload, what do you mean this has been been debunked? Where has it been debunked? The bitch debunked it herself. Also, a shout out to Red Pill uh, uh, Maga Woman on Rumble. Always in the comments saying some base shit. Shout out to you. Adult film star Stormy Daniels said in a statement Tuesday, the alleged affair with Donald Trump never occurred. Keith Davidson, a lawyer for Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford. Oh, that's a familiar name. Confirmed the statement was authentic, but didn't offer any further details. Huh. Uh-oh. 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 Let's get into this article and have some fun. Adult film star Stormy Daniels, in the midst of our publicly our, her publicity tour fueled by past allegations of a twenty of a twenty oh six sexual relationship two thousand six I say twenty oh six wow relationship with then married Donald Trump said in a statement on Tuesday the alleged affair never occurred Keith Davison a lawyer for Daniels whose real name is Stephanie Clifford confirmed the statement was authentic but didn't offer any further details so my client shot our case in the foot. I don't want to say anything further. The statement came at a curious time for Clifford, who appears after the president's State of the Union address on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live in recent weeks. She said has changed her production companies. What? In recent weeks, she has changed production companies. Given a television interview and promoted strip club appearance with a risque play on Trump's Make America Great Again campaign slogan. What was it? Okay, get on a hat. Make America fuck again. That's that popu- That's that repopulation message I want to get out there. Make America fuck again. Michael Cohen just got out of prison for everything Trump's been accused of when it comes to paying off people. That's what Michael Cohen just went to prison for and got out a little bit ago for. Trump's personal lawyer has denied there was any affair. Oh, I remember 2018. Times change. On Kimmel's show, Clifford ducked the most of his questions about the alleged affairs by either remaining silent or cracking jokes. She addressed vaguely the legitimacy of the new statement. Kimmel began by displaying a copy and comparing her signature onto it and other examples. They didn't match, he said, asking if they had signed it. Quote, I don't know, did I? She said. That doesn't look like my signature, does it? The ABC ABC host asked if it was an admission that the statement was written and released without her approval, which drew a smile and coy look and a giggle from Clifford. Daffy cunt. The rest of the interview went on the same vein. As Clifford skirted whether she had signed a non-disclosure agreement if, (laughs) if an In Touch magazine interview was accurate, not as it is written, she replied. I, I get this one, though. It's kind of like when I'm doing an interview with somebody, and they're like, I don't want this part recorded. I'm like, oh, I got you. I turn the camera off, and we continue the interview, but my tape recorder is going to my breast pocket. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll stop recording. Video-wise, at least, bitch. And then it's like, you, you don't think I, I'm going to keep the clip of you asking me to turn off the camera? Like, come on. That's what always adds validity to the fucking tit pocket recording is when they're like, oh, I don't know the breast pocket. How do I know that that's, that that audio with no video is real? I'm like, well, you, they literally asked me to turn off the camera. Shout out to Brian Brazi of the Convoy. Ah, or Convoy. Anyway, as an In Touch magazine interview was accurate, quote, not as it is written, she replied, if the magazine's full transcript of her comments was accurate. When Kimmel started to read details of her alleged encounters with Trump, Clifford interrupted, quote, I thought this was a talk show, not a horror movie, because this whole... <laughs> because this is a whole different play scale, pay scale. Clifford's al- Stop talking about the case! People might notice holes in it! Clifford's allegations first made it in 2011, and then again a month before the election went mostly unnoticed until Wall Street Journal reported, oh yeah, reported earlier earlier this month that Cohen uh, brokered a 130,000 payment to Clifford. Gee, I wonder where that 130,000. Will that come up later? Will that come up later? Hmm. Uh, to keep her from publicly discussing it. Oh. 
Michael Cohen brokered the deal? It's almost like... That's right. Like I said earlier, Michael Cohen's the one, without any acknowledgement or, or permission from Trump, gave Daniels the money to fuck off. Oh no. Your case. Your narrative. Pick it up. Go ahead. Grab the Gorilla Glue. Put it back together, bitch. A week after the report, but here's the thing, you know, this is from 2018, so that's like out of our minds. We just forget this happened. We, we act like this never fucking happened. And it's like, well, where did the money come from? Nigga, the Associate Press even said Michael Cohen paid it to her. In previous articles and different episodes I've read, he said, I gave it to her, and I had no idea. It just made the payment go. It just made her go away. Even though she said, I never had an affair with Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Michael Cohen has come out saying Trump totally paid her off. But his story changed while he was locked up. I wonder what happened. Could that have anything to do with his premature release? Was there some backdoor negotiation policy for uh, for what he was going to say? I, I'm just speculating here. So this thing was flimsy from the fucking begin, and now that Trump wasn't arrested yesterday, I'm just like, all right, so this is definitely all bullshit, and they don't have, they're not going to actually leap or act upon it? Oh, nice. Nice. So I really don't need to give a fuck. They're not taking it seriously, so why should I? A week after the report, In Touch Magazine printed a $5,000 word interview. I don't know why I said dollar. 5000 word interview it conducted with Clifford in, 20, in uh, 2011, but never published after Cohen threatened the tabloid with a lawsuit the Associated Press has previously reported. In an interview, Clifford described a single sexual encounter with Trump in 2006 when he was recently married to his third wife, Melania. Again, Trump cheated on his first wife with his second wife, married her, and then cheated on his second wife with his current wife, and then left her and married his current wife. Again, this is a pattern of behavior, so it's not like out there to believe Trump's cheating on her. I'm just acting like, bro, do, do we really care? Does it matter that much? Every one of these politicians, just as many politicians on the left that are revered in the same way Trump is, well, I don't know if there are any left revered that way. They all cheat on their wife. Fucking Joe Biden was cheating on his first wife with Jill Biden when she was 15, bro. Joe Biden was dicking a minor while he was married to his dying wife. Homie, I'm just saying, like, are we really going to sit here and pretend like, and that's another thing, like, I don't give a fuck about this George Santos shit because everything George Santos is, is accused of, Biden did it as well, so why am I supposed to take it seriously if they won't take it seriously on their own side? I refuse to. You play the game, I'll play right with you. It's just not that big of a fucking deal. And again, Clinton paid women to be silent while he was currently the president. Like, I don't, I fail to comprehend your gripe, I guess. Anyway, as well as subsequent year-long relationship with reality TV star, the magazine said it, collab- it uh, corroborated her story, uh, her account, with friends, and that she passed a lie detector test. Anyone can pass a lie detector test. Her whole video is on how to pass a lie detector test. There's a reason why more and more places aren't doing lie detector tests. In her statement Tuesday, Clifford said she wasn't denying the affair because she was paid hush money, but rather, quote, because it never happened. Weird! Huh? Huh? Neither, neither Cohen or Clifford have addressed whether she was paid the hundred thirty thousand, and if so, why? You mean Cohen, the lawyer for Trump, without Trump's permission, who gave her the money, refuses to explain why he gave her the money or where the money came from? It almost sounds like he'd have to admit that he stole it from his client, who at the time was Trump. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's not a good. Not not. Not a good one. A publicist didn't respond to question about the statement Tuesday. Kimmel's show opened with him and Clifford seated in armchairs and watching Trump's State of the Union address. Quote, enough of this, Stormy. Show me on the puppet what he did to you, Kimmel said to her, holding up a doll dressed in a shirt and briefs with a mop of Trump-like hair. Clifford produced a blonde female doll with duct tape across <laughs> across its mouth and gave a small nod and she uh, gave a small nod as she looked at the camera. Yeah. Right after she said it doesn't happen, Kimmel's immediately like, so it happened. It's like when, uh, remember when Bernie Sanders was debating Elizabeth Warren? And they were like, Bernie Sanders, did you say to uh, Senator Warren that a woman can never be president? He goes, no, I did not. And my record shows that I believe a woman has all the power to become a, become a president. And then he turned to Elizabeth Warren. Miss Warren, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders told you a woman could never be president? 
<laughs> it's the same vibe. Stormy Daniel says this affair never happened. Her own attorney, who was operating under a dis an alias at the time, Clifford, even said, yeah, it never fucking happened. The only person refusing to say anything further is Cohen, the attorney who was locked up for it, and Michael Avenatti, who is currently still locked up for it. It just seems like this case is fucking DOA, bro. But that being said, I have another episode to try and get out. So I'll be back to you as soon as possible. Until next time, this is Inside Four Walls. I'm Chris James Madison. And if you think I got anything wrong or missed any details, please leave a link to your source in the, in the comments below. I appreciate all updated information. And I'll catch y'all later. Peace. today requested this testimony to the grand jury by Costello, Robert Costello, who used to advise Michael Cohen. Now, uh, presumably, uh, Trump's attorneys are trying to question or call into question the credibility of Michael Cohen, and that is why they have called Robert Costello. Uh, and so he did provide that testimony. So Costello telling Fox he'll appear today just before 2 p.m., uh, and so he might make remarks. Uh, as he came out, and it looks like he just did. Let's start that from the very beginning, and let's listen to what he had to tell reporters just moments ago. Manhattan Grand Jury. Um, prior to the testimony, you should be aware that I had submitted to both Tr Trump's defense team, Susan Necklace, and the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, five packets of materials. Uh, I would say that in total, it was probably about four inches thick. Uh, I tried to get the Manhattan District Attorney to give the materials to the grand jury. That's the whole reason I produced these, most of which were compiled in 2018 and 2019. In 2018, I gave essentially the same information to the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, only after they notified me that Michael Cohen had executed a waiver of the attorney-client privilege for reasons I have no idea. Uh, frankly, it's a very stupid move by Michael Cohn because now we're able to tell the truth about what Michael Cohn was saying at any point in time starting in April of 2018. So that's why I wanted to get those materials that I gave to the U.S. Attorney's Office and sat for a two-hour interview with them back in 2019, after which, you may have noticed, the Southern District of New York didn't do any business with Michael Cohn. There's a reason for that. He's totally unreliable. Today, after giving all those materials to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, out of 321 emails, they cherry-picked six emails to ask me about. And of course, they took them out of context. When they took them out of context, I told the grand jurors, I don't know whether this will ultimately come to fruition or not, I told them to ask for the entire packet, and I held it up. I said, there's 321 emails. You need to see each and every email, which follow in chronological fashion and give you the life history of Michael Cohn dealing with our firm. I understand that earlier there were some comments made by the folks out here that you were waiting for Trump's lawyers. We are not Trump's lawyers. We do not represent Trump. We have never represented Trump. So what's the headline here? How do you contradict what the basics of the fundamentals of what he's saying? How do you contradict that? What I'm going to do, ultimately, is release the materials that I gave to the Manhattan DA's office and to Trump's lawyers to the media and let you guys read everything. Because my only mission there today was to tell the truth about what Michael Cohn was saying at any point in time during the time that we were representing him. And what is that? Oh, very simple. In um, April of 2018, April 17th, I believe, we met with Michael Cohen for the first time at the Regency Hotel at his request. Uh, Michael was in a manic state. 
he told us that he had contemplated suicide, that he had been up on the roof of the Regency Hotel the weekend before, seriously considering jumping off because he couldn't face the enormity of the legal problems he knew were, were coming his way. His office had been searched, his home had been searched by the FBI pursuant to a search warrant, and he was imagining the worst for himself, although at that moment in time, he still hadn't been charged with any crimes. So. Michael Cohn, uh, in that state of high anxiety, when he said to us numerous times, I'm looking for a way out. I need an escape hatch. How do I do this? I need to know what my options are. And his options were, as he mentioned, he said, do I have a chance for a pardon? Do I have a chance for commutation? I'm not sure he understood what that term actually meant. Do I have a chance for a cooperation agreement? He said, I don't understand why they did this to me because I was already cooperating with the House and with the FBI. Of course, he forgot to mention that he lied to the House, uh, for which he was later convicted. So I, of course, following my obligations as an attorney, explained each of his rights and what he could do. Would you now, have any evidence that he did not pay off Stormy Daniels on behalf of Mr. Trump? Well, here's That's what he did. Yeah, the heart of it is that Michael Cohn told us that he was approached by Stormy Daniels' lawyer and Stormy Daniels had negative information that she wanted to put in a lawsuit against Trump. So Michael Cohn decided on his own, that's what he told us, on his own to see if he could take care of this. So he sat with the lawyer for Stormy Daniels. They negotiated a non-disclosure agreement for $130,000. So I said, Michael, where did you get the $130,000? Is that Trump's money? No, it's not. Well, where did you get it? Did you take it out of your own account? No. Again, how did you get it? I took out a HELOC loan for $130,000. I said, why would you do that? He said, because I wanted to keep this secret, even secret from my own wife. He said, if I took $130,000 out of my account, she'd know right away, and I'd have to tell her what's going on. I didn't want Melania to know. I didn't want my wife to know. With all due respect, Bob, yeah. he signed a, uh, a waiver of your agreement. He did. But you're still violating the trust that he put in you. No, I'm not. He's, I am I am honoring my ethical obligation. I've listened to Michael Cohn stand in front of the courthouse and say things that are directly contrary to what he said to us. My obligation is to bring the truth to both the district attorney and to Trump's lawyers. That's exactly what I did. I sent them all of this material that I talked about before. I have, I don't know, 330 emails in chronological order. I have a memo of, a contemporaneous memo of the first meeting at the Regency Hotel. I have a memo of the two-hour meeting I had with two assistant United States attorneys and two FBI agents in April of 2019. Um, I have a memo of a meeting that I had in May of 2019 with the House Intelligence Committee, three of their staffers, one of whom was Dan Goldman, who's now a congressman. So uh, on your testimony, there may be another witness on Wednesday. You know who that might be? No, allegedly the other witness is Michael Cohn, who's going to come in and say, I guess, what can he say? That I'm lying? I have the documents. Now, the problem here is that the district attorney has so far not provided all of those documents to the grand jurors. I have nothing to, nothing to hide. All of those documents were provided to the U.S. Attorney's Office. They did the smart thing. They looked at Michael Cohn. They said he's a convicted perjurer, and there must be 100 instances in those documents of him lying to us. So they said, we just can't trust this guy. You can't rely upon him. Bob, did you have a receptive audience with the grand jury? Did you feel like did you need that's an interesting question. You have what uh, we counted them up 21 people sitting there. I mean, you can certainly tell some people were nodding their head yes, as you are right now, uh, and some people just sit there with a stone face. Uh, I think two or three of them had masks on, so you couldn't, couldn't read anything. But I was very surprised that one of them didn't say, yeah, give us the rest of the documents. We had an argument in front of the grand jurors about why they're not giving them the documents. He said, some of that stuff is hearsay. I said, really? Actually, those documents were made and maintained in the regular course of business. They constitute business records. Business records are an exception to the hearsay rule. So in other words, I'm saying, give everything to the grand jurors. Let them see exactly who Michael Cohn is and was at that moment. And during that first meeting, this is important. 
he said, we were there for two hours at the Regency Hotel, he said maybe every three or four minutes, he'd be talking to us while pacing like a wild tiger in a cage, back and forth, back and forth. He was really frazzled. He looked like he hadn't slept in three, four, five days. And he'd just suddenly stop in the middle of talking about something, point at us, and he'd say, I want you guys to know, I will do whatever the F it takes. I will never spend one day in jail. He must have said that close to 20 times. This was his mantra all day long. You think a guy whose mindset right at that moment is a lie, cheat, steal, shoot somebody, whatever it takes, I'm not going to jail. Well, he went to jail and now he's on the revenge tour. I understand it, but I don't condone it. And that's why I went in there today to tell these people the truth about who the real Michael Cohen is and what he was actually saying at that moment in time. We, we probably got, I don't know, what did you say, six or eight out of them? I'd say ten. That's ten? Maybe ten. Oh, I don't know. Can you remember exactly the questions? They were, I mean, I don't remember. Clarification. Just clarifications, but they were asking clarifications about the six emails. There's 330 emails. And I said, folks, you can't take six emails out of context and ask a question. No wonder you're confused. If you read all the emails, you would see that they followed in a chronological fashion and they made sense. One email would be in response to something that just happened before. But when you cherry pick, you're misleading. No, not yet. Uh, I'm sure that I will speak to my client, Rudy Giuliani, and, and tell him, and uh, at some point, I'm sure Trump will know. Yeah. Did Rudy urge you to do this? No, I, I'm the one who decided to do this. A lot of people cautioned me against it because I had nothing to gain. The only thing I'm doing is trying to tell the truth to the grand jurors because I read all these lies in the, in the media that are being promoted by one side. If you see the full picture, you know, listen, if they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohn is far from solid evidence. This guy, by any prosecutor's standard, and I used to be deputy chief of the criminal division in the Southern District of New York, I wouldn't have touched a guy like Michael Cohn, especially if he's a convicted perjurer. Not to mention, as I said, the 50 to 100 lies he told us that are in those 330 emails. How do you think you've dissuaded the grand jury from indicting the former president? Uh, I, I can't say that, because you really, you just don't know. I can't read people's minds. I could see certainly a few of them were doing what you're doing right now, shaking your head up and down, uh, but not everybody, so I just don't know. I would love for those people to watch TV or something tonight or just remember what I said and say to the uh, prosecutors, listen, we'd like to see the rest of those emails. Don't cherry pick six emails out of 330 and then ask Costello questions about it. That's not fair by anybody's standard. Okay, so uh, you have been listening to Robert Costello. Uh, he was a former attorney for Michael Cohen, you know, back in 2018 when Cohen was convicted and went to jail over the whole Stormy Daniels matter as well, that hush money payment. Now, the Trump legal team uh, requesting Costello to testify on their behalf to the grand jury uh, in DA Alvin Bragg's case against the former president. So you heard there Costello trying to essentially call into question the credibility of Michael Cohen as a reliable witness, and he was doing just that there. So remember, in the 4 o'clock hour, we'll be speaking to some legal experts about where does this case go from here? Will an actual indictment uh, be coming down tomorrow? And if so, what does Bragg need uh, to get that uh, on the books? is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by... 
Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.